Hi, I'm Joel. And I'm Kishan. And this is Tea for Two. This is our BFF podcast where we talk about anything from science to popular culture, the arts, and life in Singapore. It's me, Joel, a playwright and performer. And it's me, Kishan, a science educator. And welcome back to T42. It is our best rap podcast. Yes. So we talk about whatever the fragrance, fragrance hotel. hotel we want. Yes. Hey, you got stay fragrance hotel. Is it a? Is I have so many questions. Is it better than a hotel eighty one? <laughs> Um, or is I've, it like the same kind? I only got, I only got stay fragrance hotel before. Never <gasps> hotel eighty one. Oh my god! Is it a salacious story? Well, no, it's not. It was I was doing it for art. So very boring. In <laughs> fact, yeah, I, I think I might have said this on the show before. I was doing like some kind of like a writing an essay about Geelang, about Juchia. Oh, yeah, and then like as part of it, I was assigned to go and stay in fragrance hotel for How one night. How was the experience? Haunted. <laughs> Haunted Oh my god Yeah Then how? I don't know I just like I just I just like Pray And then I did my thing Where I clap clap, And then said Please I come in peace Don't disturb me <laughs> Did you really? I did I did <laughs> and Oh my god Paint us a picture You open the door If you are going to get Murdered in a hotel room This is the this place, is the to place. <laughs> yeah. This is truly this the is review where, This is where you want Your body to be found If you've been murdered In a hotel Because it's going to make Amazing TV That's Also what, yeah. In Juchet <laughs> You know Juchet. After that people can go And eat food hey, But now the Juchet <laughs> Fragrance Hotel Has caused something else Change already Change already Oh yeah, no more Speaking of Fragrance Hotel yes. Like another F word That I've had in mind Is fry till fragrant Have you ever seen this In a recipe yes. Fry until fragrant Until fragrant yeah. Yeah. I think fragrant Is right before burn Yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, it's impossible to okay, you know, especially when you're frying like Southeast Asian food, especially Malay food, then like you yeah. fry the rumpa, right? And then they'll say fry to fragrant. It's like when you throw in already, it's fragrant. Actually before you throw in also fragrant Correct. already. The whole kitchen smells of so this. When is fried to fragrant? I think you I think you will know uh, the smell will like knock on your nostril kinda. That's what everybody hey, ka, that's what fragrant. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been, sis? Uh okay, stress. Huh? Mm, apocalyptic 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 mindset uh, Apocalyptic one. mindset I mean haven't you Hasn't everybody Yeah lah But I'm actually quite happy I'm always very happy This time of year Because school's out Yeah And I always get very the, I don't know if this is irritating But I always get very inspired When school's out So I always get a lot of ideas So my brain doesn't rest Oh Maybe when All I maybe, want to do is sleep Maybe you just want to quit your job You know Kishan Maybe you no, about that But I get inspired about school Like inspired things right. I want to do Oh my god Such a nerd I know <laughs> It's terrible. I, I, on the other hand, have been like getting a lot of work recently. So, like, it's all the things. It's good. Yeah, it's all the things that I've been saying yes to have all finally like clicked into place. Mm. So, 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 you know, know, like when you're playing Tetris and then you're saving all of the blocks, right? And then you're just waiting for that one piece to go in and uh, three levels. That is the sound effect, yes. So, but that's why I'm stressed. Oh. Yeah. Well, mm. you know what? The work will be done, sister. It won't. It won't. I'm doing this podcast instead of doing my work. <laughs> you see? It's like, if some of my commissioners could hear this podcast, they'd be like, Joe, why aren't you doing your work? Ah, uh, yeah. Too bad. Like, if they're hearing, please follow us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> We're now at the stage of COVID, right? Where everybody in Singapore, we're getting a lot more cases. Yeah. And in fact, we are knowing more and more people who have got it. Truly. And like, so now, ha, like, I feel uh, even a twinge, like I, I cough a little bit only, right? I will stick something up my nose and test. Are you serious? I have like ART tests stocked up. Okay. Yeah. I, okay, I've always known you to be a bit of a hypochondriac. A bit, a lot, <laughs> a lot. La. Okay, you are a hypochondriac. No, but you don't tell me you don't feel this. Like you you cough a little bit, you got itchy throat only, then you're like, oh, do I have it? I've got it, it's my turn. But for me, it's like, 
sometimes I don't smell things and then I just want to check whether I can smell. So I put my face a little bit closer to things. Ah, and I go right. like, oh, I can still smell things. Okay, I don't have COVID. <laughs> yeah, no, that one is that one's quite scary. So how many tests have you take? Have you taken? I test myself at least about two times a week. At least. I thought you were going to say two times a day. <laughs> two times a day is excessive. Yeah. Two times a week is also very excessive. Can I just say that for schools, right, we only have to do it once a week at the, at the, at the, at the, at the start of the week. Right. And we just have to report it. And many, many agencies do that. I think sis you are no, a bit over la. it's that you go out right and then I'm just like I feel I don't feel I don't trust that people are taking the right measures you feel like, attacked I feel attacked by some people's callousness you know <laughs> like you see the person in front of the supermarket who you're meant to tap one right like they're just mm. playing on games on their phone they're watching yeah. video you sometimes know? they don't even see that's why you could yeah. just you could just walk past and literally use your mouth and make teeth sound and then it'll be like <laughs> they don't check one or like you go to the hawker centre or the food court like they're meant to check your vaccination right yeah. like they don't check one really I mean some la okay, or you get, it's quite easy to like like fudge it I think that's why sense only uh. <laughs> let's not let's not besmirch the good name of Pasiris okay <laughs> I went to get my booster shot yeah right? I know you were so proud of it <laughs> no but I really got quite ill leh. Huh? like I really got like my lymph nodes started to swell oh. I felt very like it's never happened with it didn't happen with the first two shots like my lymph node under my armpit and near my clavicle it swelled and I panicked I was like this has not happened before but I know this is to be a normal reaction but I still kind of panicked because this was new to me and then when I searched online apparently Apparently, uh, a lot of news articles say that now many people in the world are doing booster shots, right? And the one thing that people are reporting back is swollen lymph nodes. Is that th- there's a higher incidence of swollen lymph nodes if you're getting a booster shot. So, just want to put it out there that normal lah. Normal. It, should, it, it went down in like three days, which is great. But in the time that it was swollen, like... Oh, very, it... very, very sore, very sensitive. I was like, oh, cannot, cannot close my armpit. Was it sexual? <laughs> no. What? <laughs> like... Can you imagine like a swollen lymph node actually becoming an erogenous zone? Maybe I mean there's it, it takes all kinds. Yeah, yeah, I have a slight armpit thing. So then you, go, you look at swollen lymph node, you go like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I can't wait to get my booster shot. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be probably like the sexiest thing that's happened to me in a long time. Mm. Like you know, sort of like tangent from this, my sex life has <laughs> <laughs> been so bad. <laughs> I've been texting like oh, I've been texting old hookup scary like hi. It's so sad if you become that person. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I mean, to be fair, they texted me first, going like, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. And then, like, I latched. I latched. I was like, oh, yeah, why don't you come over sometime? I said, like, I've actually, like, got a lot of work to do, but, you know, <laughs> I'm not really going out because, like, I didn't know whether they want to meet for a date or whatever. And I said, right. no, I don't want to go for a date. I want you to come over and fuck me, right? Sure. Sorry, TLDR, t- too much. Too no, t- no, TMI. it's all good. Yeah, and then I was like, trying to lure this person back to mine. So, like, actually, I'm let's not, not use the I'm word not, lure. <laughs> I'm not really leaving the house uh, because I got a lot of work. But you know, you could come over if you could mm. chill, which is just like so pathetic. It's no, so pathetic. I mean, if it works, it works. Like It depends on how much the other person wants it. Yeah, but then now I would feel weird like having someone over. And then what if I catch COVID from yeah. the See, That's the thing. Right? If you have a random hookup, isn't that the worst thing? You, yeah. get, you catch the, COVID from a random hookup yeah. and then you infect people in your household. I know, Oh right? my God, it's so like not worth the, it. The, the, the depths of that slut shaming. Yeah, it's <laughs> almost worse than STI leh. I think it is technically an STI. <laughs> we do not trivialize STIs no, no, on this no, podcast. No. <laughs> we are a very sex positive, very like very pro testing, absolutely very pro go and get your 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 sexual health screen. Yeah, know your status type podcast. Yeah, that's who we are. Don't add us. <laughs> Don't cancel us. <laughs>
what? Like recently, I've been noticing that like the same pair of underwear because they're all the same <laughs> Wait, size. I'm sorry. Underwear. Recently, I've yeah. Been <laughs> <noticing>. <laughs> on a like on two different days, like. I feel like the underwear feels significantly tighter on one day than the other. This is starting to make me wonder. Right. It's like, am I objectively putting on weight and then losing weight? Putting on, is my weight fluctuating that rapidly? Or is it, do I just have this paranoia about weight gain in my head? So that on a day where I'm feeling particularly sensitive about like my body, like the underwear feels tighter. Do you ever feel this? Uh, actually, yes, I do. <laughs> Some days my clothes feel... They, they right? don't feel they don't feel as good on me, but this is because I I think lah this is because like on those days I had a heavy dinner the night before so I still feel the food in me, or my body still feels the food in oh, me. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so, so I feel like oh I feel a little bit tight today, but but it kind of normalizes after I take like a big dump or something lah. Like it, it just goes away. Oh, so this is, this could be it. But I mean, I don't want to knock uh, any sort of dysmorphia that you might be feeling. <laughs> any sort of dysmorphia. Excuse me, my whole life is like dysmorphia. <laughs> no, honestly, my, my, my dysmorphic feelings about my body have uh, greatly reduced since I've left social media. I don't know if I said this before, mm. but like it has, because I, I think it's something about not constantly looking yeah, at, look at like, those images, at, right? my images of myself Correct. that makes me less concerned mm. yeah but the underwear thing is genuinely like it's this, it's like I get very irritated by it because it's just like no heavy meal can make my underwear feel this is it much just tighter. underwear no it's everything mm. ah, I think the other thing is that right there was such a long period of time when I wasn't leaving the house right and I was just <laughs> walking around pajamas that Ooh. I forgot what it felt like to wear proper clothes ah I see I see I yeah, see and then the proper clothes just feel tight all the time yeah because your body was so used to not having those clothes on you yeah mm. but it's just then the other day I was having this thought right which is like it's like presentable looking clothing basically just meant to be like super uncomfortable Girl, formal clothing sucks. No, I hate even like even jeans which you're wearing oh, right no. now, right? This I... jeans is elasticated, by the way. Let me just say. No, oh. but even like the way jeans cling to your legs, you know what I mean? I just like yeah. I I do not think I have never experienced a comfortable pair of jeans. Never, really? never. Like now, half to put on long pants only, right? I feel like I'm putting a corset on it. <laughs> yeah, it really does. I maintain that they're a comfortable pair of jeans. Yeah. Like I I I I. I I I you just need to find them like I'm wearing a like an elastic one at the top so that it doesn't it doesn't feel so tight but I don't know I I I I I don't think I don't think that that's true of all clothes lah no I think of it as a sort I used to think of it as a sort of failure to wear elasticated pants <gasps> this is how bad it was wow. right I used to be like I will only feel good about myself if I can wear a pair of like tailored pants and not feel sh- and not feel uncomfortable it's only very recently that i've just like surrendered to the elastic it, elastic is best like. no, i know it is but it also <laughs> feels like uh it feels like a giving up somehow correct correct yeah, no, if, no i know what you another, mean another another sign of aging correct but yeah. I, I coming back to the point about like formal clothing being uncomfortable it is though it is it's terribly uncomfortable like i don't understand how people can go to work in suits all day like, I really don't get it. For me, for yeah. me it's really, I, really, I, I, like, bites at you yeah, for some reason. I really reason. do wonder about, like, the standards of, like, formal office wear. Mm. It's like, it's, why, why, how how did it come who to be? Who am I dressing yeah, for? Who are you dressing for? How did it come to be that this was, like, cons- this is considered a Correct. smart look? Yeah. And it's like, in this country, somehow. So hot. Yeah. <laughs> but also, most people, like, just look really bad no, in there. You know, like, because you know the men, fitted. yeah, or it's fitted in a very like, just unflattering way. Mm. And it's always this kind of shade of like G2000 blue. 
Jeremy. Oh my god, G two thousand. I mean, just imagine going to the right part of the CBD on a Friday evening, right? And mm. then you go to a watering hole, like some wine connection somewhere, and it's Correct. like a sea of G two thousand blue. A sea of this, or someone with the hair the same one, yes. or one side one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then those shoes. Yeah, correct. Those Amoy Street shoes, yeah, right? Correct. Like oh. the pointy toes. Yeah, I, I could never work in a situation it's like, like that. Know, office wear actually makes me deeply uncomfortable. Very much. Yeah, it has a yeah. smell about it too. It has a whole feeling around it that I just want to stay away from. Yeah, I don't know. I do wish... Aren't you glad you're a writer? And I get to just lounge around my yeah, underwear Yeah, in your underwear. Day. In your underwear that changes size. Yeah, I do actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Harry Potter underwear. <laughs> When all these VTLs came up to like don't know how many different countries, right? People got so excited to travel. People were considering like, oh, I should go to Germany. I should go to Denmark. I should go to this. I mean, we talked about it. And I, I, I if you, you ask me, right, which of these countries I will go and I said one of them was Denmark. Yeah, right? which I, I've, I'm still reeling from that. I actually know like two or three people going to Denmark, right? What are you going to do there? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Be shamed by the English. I don't know. What, what does, okay, so never like, mind. A, a lot never of people mind. are going. And what, ha- what happened was like, Almost immediately after all of this was announced, after the VTLs were announced, SIA website crashed. Okay, first I'm not con- I'm not surprised because on a good day the SIA website is like fucking shit anyway. <laughs> Preach this. Yeah. SIA's website is terrible. Oh right. my god, it's really the it, worst. It seems almost like a practical joke how bad the website is. <laughs> it's like we are one of the world's leading airlines, and the website is like. <laughs> really, really, really like some deformed yeah. thing. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's the like the it's like the hideous like hormone monster from Batman. Yes, correct. Rick, oh my god. Is it? Yeah, like, ah! I think it's great. Yes. <laughs> exactly that. But no, it's just that I, I always am a bit amused uh, a bit amused and uh, irritated at how we react to things. How we like Oh, you mean Singaporeans? Singaporeans, how we react to things. The moment like things get open, we're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I must do, I must do, I must be the first mm, one to do this. Correct, correct, first correct. Time, like, it's so like a bit juvenile la, mm. you know so I'm, I got very can, over can, it can I just say dear listener for a future episode Kishan and I are slowly compiling a list of the 12 signs of aging and Correct. I think like we just found um one such sign of aging which is Kishan's entire attitude to mass hysteria <laughs> I'm just You're like, I'm such a, I'm an over old it. man, you know. I'm over it. You know what it sounds like? It's like, I, everyone, you know how to rush, rush, rush. Who are for rush? Just wait. Take your tiger soul in. So, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm being very not not sympathetic here because, like, because I, I don't know what people's yep. deals are. Right? I'm, I'm gonna, I don't know. I'm going to play the Kiasu Pox advocate here. Oh, right? thanks. It's thanks. like, you don't tell me you've been cooped up on an island. Kishan, let me remind you, this is literally an island. We are surrounded by water. There is a causeway to the peninsula which we cannot cross. Let me just remind you that we've been trapped on this island. This is Alcatraz. Yeah, it's Alcatraz. (laughs) It's that island that Leonardo DiCaprio was on in that movie. I think it was called Shutter Island. It was called Shutter Island. Yeah, this is Jurassic Park. It's Jurassic Park. You don't tell me the minute a door opens, you're not going to fly out. No. Sure, I get it. If you are not from this country, if you're not a resident of this country, right, and you want to go back home to your to your loved ones or no, whatever, but Singaporeans, no, like I, I, okay, I know so many people who have been like feeling intense mental health stress from not being able to travel. So I, I think a lot of people didn't realize just how much travel meant to sure. them. No, I, like, I, I'm not taking this from people. Yeah. Definitely not. And I get it. I also want to leave. But what irritated me was the immediacy with which we reacted and the the, the, the effect it had on like websites like that. It, it just feels so... 
can we be a little bit better? Oh, okay. So it's just like, oh, I'm going to, uh, let's just take my time and see what deals come up. Yeah. Or like, you know, just chill. Hey, speaking of deals, right? Like <laughs> what are, what are the prices looking like? I'm assuming you've gone to check. So, I haven't. So yeah. some of my, some of my colleagues have, were telling me that flights to like Paris and, so this is just like a hand information, like flights to Paris and Germany have been like under a thousand. Some wow, of them be like 600 to 800 yes. and like business class flights to I think to Germany is like 1006 which wow, is insanely hey, wow. cheap this might be the only way I get to fly but, business but the reason this is happening is because the number of cases in Germany has increased and everything in Germany is now slowly shutting down oh. so there's a reason for this la. is this VTL going to remain that's a, that's a question that we have to ask because we were we were told that while these VTLs exist they may not exist hey, all the but time, right? On the right? flip side, hasn't Singapore also become put on the watch list by some countries? Like the USA has now like cautioned against travel to Singapore. Yes, yes. It's like the audacity, huh? the audacity. Correct. Excuse How me. How dare you? When you guys still had Trump as president, we were like. <laughs> clean noses everyone <laughs> we've got it under control exactly and now uh, you yeah. put us on your watch list and you know how this will bite me back in the ass because I waited too long uh, by the time I want to travel crack, close all the close, video close close <laughs> close very good Harvest. and then you're like ah well I guess you know <laughs> yeah, long, ah, yeah. when God closes a door he opens a window <laughs> Ho Ching <laughs> Girl, she's <laughs> mythical. Like. Ho Ching is a problem. Ho Ching, Ho Ching for our five foreign listeners <laughs> is the wife of our prime minister. She's not technically the first lady because that's the president's wife, yeah, right? Yeah, correct, correct. She's the wife of our foreign listener. Why I want to talk about her is because she has a very, very, very strong um, persona. <laughs> a, a, a Facebook presence. Yeah, a Facebook presence. Yeah. But she just talks about anything and everything and she posts her opinions. In, in, in a way that I think you would describe as like... Um, if you were being generous, you might call it unhinged. Yeah, <laughs> no, agree, agree. Mm. I just think that there's something very strange about Ho Ching as an as a as a character on the as, internet. It's like everything. The thing that people are paying attention to her because like she started posting a lot of like pro LGBT stuff on her she Facebook really a while did. ago, right? Yeah. Which, which kind of flies in the face of like seems to fly in the face of like government policy. Exactly. So people are speculating like, uh, is there like trouble in paradise? <laughs> Is the PM's wife yeah. like against government policy? Correct, yeah. And then like she's also a kind of very strident commentator. About anything and everything. Yeah. I know my personal pet theory about this, right, is that Ho Ching's Facebook account is actually run like by Lee Sien Long. <laughs> It's like it's like because he can't say this in his personal in his public capacity, right? He just uses her. It's like, ah, oh, darling, can I use your bus for Facebook? Today? I, just, no, I just need to rant. I just need to rant. This is an avenue for him to yeah. vent, right? Yeah, I know. I thought about it too. <laughs> it's the you know, like, do you ever see this sketch on Key and Peele where Obama has an anger translator? Yes, correct. Yeah, I so think, the Facebook is is, yeah. is the is Lee Sin Long's yeah. anger translator essentially. Wouldn't it be so funny if? Oh my god, it's the best. <laughs> but I think you you hit the nail on the head here, sis. Mm. So like, we always see Lee Sin Long in all these TV. Uh, like announcements or whatever talking in a very like formal fashion mm. almost o- almost weird actually quite weird like, the way he speaks but basically formal right and then next to him his wife telling people hey <laughs> stop it it's very funny it is the absurdity and the lack of dignity Correct. and the lack of decorum yes. and the complete like lack of formality Correct. right so it's very funny to see her do it to, to the point that we don't know what to do so when we see her do when we see her react in this way when we read her posts all we can do is just be a bit stunned and just laugh <laughs> what 
what it, it's weird though because she okay the truth is like she is not actually in government no so she she's said not, it herself she is yeah. not bound by those standards of decorum correct right so it's, it's like but at the same time you sort of like expect it of her of course because I mean she's not like um she's not in government, but she was, I think. Is she still at the, the head of Tamasic Holdings? No, no, no. She's no longer. But, I mean, but she's she's a very high-powered woman. Exactly. Who's very adjacent to power. Yeah. Who, and like, is it sort of unfeminist to think that, you know, maybe you, you, you and your husband need to kind of like align the way your, you guys present publicly because like I think maybe you know maybe that is quite unfeminist because like you're your own woman what you are who you are you're a private citizen you get, sure. you have every right to kind of like post whatever you want sure right? and I, I, you are your own woman but yeah. this is not the woman <laughs> I thought you'd be <laughs> no I thought you you know yeah. I had an idea in my head of what Ho Ching was this yeah. is clearly not yeah, it yeah, yeah. you know and you, am I glad Yes, like she, she is it's like free, yeah. free show leh. She's like the auntie in every family who's oh the first one to have gone overseas to do her degree and then comes back <laughs> and it's just like and very like supercilious. <laughs> like it's the one who brings wine to the family dinner Correct. and like offers it and nobody likes it. And she's just like, oh, you just don't appreciate French wine. Yeah, you don't appreciate orange wine. <laughs> Actually, no. This is this gets close to it. I think, but a lot of people's discomfort with hoaching on Facebook, right? It's not so much that she is a powerful woman. It is that like there's something slot slightly sort of leering and trolly about her really? it's like you see it's like okay Facebook this is our space this is like our mud pit this is our watering hole where we the citizens come to like nye, nye, nye about like yeah. politicians and where politicians and the people who are adjacent to them have a duty to kind of be respectful yeah. of this space we want to be the plebs we want to be yeah but you as a politician actually need to be polite in this space sure. you as a politician have to observe certain decorum because you are a public figure we are not we yep. are private citizens mm. right and then Ho Ching comes in as like a person who is ostensibly adjacent to power and is a powerful person and then comes in <laughs> and just talks like this <laughs> like he, 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 this troll and she, it's like I think like the suspicion it activates in all of us is like first of all are you you're not welcome here Ho Ching yeah like what are like, you doing here it's like if you're going to come here you need to behave like a public figure so we know how to deal with you yeah but maybe that is our failing that we yeah that, that we expect our politicians to behave like that not all politicians she behave is not like, a politician uh, right right I take yeah. that back we expect public figures to behave in a specific way especially public figures who are government no, adjacent no so actually right we're wrong Ho Ching's Facebook account is not being hijacked only by Lee Sien Long uh-huh. it's all of them <laughs> They all, all they turns, have, is it? They all, all they have turns. the pa- all they have the password. <laughs> <laughs> they just like there's a roster, and then they just use her like they use her her profile as a sort of like village bicycle basically. <laughs> oh my god, and then that's just terrible. Turns, it's like ah, today I'm being very sian. These people are just like getting on my nerves, and then, like, then just, they like, go there and call everybody like they uh, vent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the other thing is this also that very often she seems to be trying to translate government policy or sure. to justify or to explain on her terms what she thinks. Um, government policy mm. seems to be right. So you know, in the recent, I guess that, that can are, be useful, right? Yeah, it can be useful, but it's also it's like, and but then it also activates that thing of like, you are the prime minister's wife. Surely you guys talk about this yeah. stuff over dinner, correct? So it's like when you do speak, I guess you do sort of speak for him as well. See, even if so, you, it's difficult yeah. to divorce these things, right? Yeah. yeah so I actually, what is the professional thing I for her you, to do? She is not. To have a Facebook account Correct She is You know what she She's a rare Pokemon yeah. She really is She's right. such a unique Character Like it's so difficult To place her It's so difficult to I don't know It's just She's just difficult To deal with And to understand Yeah He he ha ha He he ha ha He he ha ha He he ha ha Was an epic um, Like almost Like like An epic 
story. Yeah, yeah it was crazy lah. Well, I can't even remember the context of that post. It was like something about like um Taiwan and masks, and then Taiwan asked. It was about COVID lah. Yeah, you see, that's the thing, right? She weighs in on these things. Mm. In a in a super public way, it's like that was essentially a sort of like diplomatic moment that she then comments on as the prime minister's wife. Correct. So it's so difficult no, to tell. I, actually, okay, my position on this is actually quite clear cut. Right? Mm. I really think that professionally speaking, and maybe this is a bit unfeminist of me, but okay. it's like you are the wife of like you know a prime minister. It's there's a there's kind of like there's a kind of decorum by which you ought to play. You know. Sure, because like I don't people, disagree people with that. Can, people will not unreasonably expect that you have the ear of the prime minister, and mm. that when you do speak, you know you are speaking informed by what you yeah. know. You could influence things. You could influence things. You are not neutral. You know, mm. I I really think this that's like, and I'm sorry that sucks, but power like distorts who you are as a person. You are no longer yourself. You are also like. You know, uh, you are also beholden to all of these like formalities. I'm mm. very sorry about it, Ho Cheng. Yeah, what to do? Shut up, Auntie. But Auntie's gonna keep rolling. Stop you... sending me emails <laughs> about like not to eat crackers or don't eat salmon because it causes cancer. You know she's just gonna she... keep rolling, oh, and no. I'm and you know what? I'm here for it. I'm I am super here for it. So okay. Ho Cheng, mm. keep keep doing you, sis. Hee hee ha ha. Shopping. Oh. <laughs> is it all the? Is the, it all the online? The nine nine ten 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 eleven oh, eleven. Specifically, these like once a month sales. Right. Like I didn't realize it was a thing until very. Re- it it started re- fairly recently, right? I think in the last few years it started. Last like, few years. I, yeah. I, I don't. I think so. I'm not sure. No, I think it first started with like an eleven eleven because I think eleven eleven was a day for you to. Because one 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 right is to buy things for yourself. I think so. I think so. Oh, that that is so high level. Yeah, and, and then like I think it became twelve twelve, and then people realize like every month just do one. Every month just do one, and then rake in the profits, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this because I like know, it's gross. Hey, every month I got joined. <laughs> I will join the sale there. I'm so sorry. I think it's really gross because now we're just waiting for these months, these dates to come, and then we just suddenly like camp out at our computer, and then we like we buy things. We become slaves to this day, like. No, it's more like okay. I think what it is is that like the the sale day just encourages you to buy stuff, right? So I actually am not normally much of like an online shopper in general, but like when I see the sale coming around, I will have a little gander and I will poke around. Sure. And that's how I've ended up buying things like a cold press juicer. For what? For my mother. Oh, okay. Ah, okay she can, needs can, to drink can. more fruit juice. Can, yeah. can, 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 can. But then in the end, we never use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking of buying uh this little thing that washes your spectacles for you. See, see, <laughs> this is the problem. When you are online shopping and when you have when these opportunities are presented to you, you suddenly feel that you have more needs than you actually have. No, no, I'm very clear that these are not needs. These are wants. Great. Okay. I like th- stuff. I like stuff. I'm sorry about it's, it. I think it's very problematic. I think you it, think it's, it's problematic that I like stuff. I know. I think it's going to create a lot of waste, and I think we are not going to see the effects of this. <sighs> and I don't know. No, I, no, I agree. But I agree. I, I have to say, no, will I participate? If I need something, yes, I'll participate. Because who doesn't like to save money? But mine comes with the if I need something and then I will go on it. You are such a stick in the mud, you know, Kishan. <laughs> you can have some, you just have some fun. Give some fun. It's a fucking pandemic. Like, everything has been taken away from us. We can travel. We can party. Literally, the only fun thing to do now is just like once a month, go online and see how much, how much more discounted like that like that bread maker is gonna be oh, I, I don't know I, okay this may be just something that I don't relate okay. on some level I mean yeah. I'm 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 you know I'm ashamed of like consumerism and I'm ashamed <laughs> of like my participation in consumer culture but at the same mm. time it's like I'm me I can only be me sure. I'm trying to do better okay I'm trying did I buy that thing that washes your spectacles no 
Oh, good. No, I didn't. Good. Are Did you I, going to? I might. Because <laughs> as we are recording this, we are literally one hour away from 11-11. We are. I'm already going to camp out to try and get a PlayStation 5. Okay, like you've been wanting that. Oh no, this girl. This, you this have one been is wanting that. Need, this for, is a need for for ages. I cannot begin to describe how frustrated I am at the lack of PlayStation Fives. Like I don't know how much you know about this, and I'm sure there are many listeners who are listening who are equally frustrated. But the mm. PlayStation Five has been out for a year now, mm. but it's been out of stock everywhere because of some like chip shortage caused by like. Don't buy one thing, right? Don't know, like, pandemic, everything is shortage. Huh? So, right, like, right. they're literally out of stock. And then the demand has gone up because, of like, course. people want to play games. Yeah. Also, the PlayStation 5, I mean, it looks amazing. You know, okay. all the games I want to play are going to be on the PlayStation 5. I see. I've been trying for months to get one now. Okay, okay. You know what? Power to you, sis. No, there is no power. I because, will you know, I will there pray. are scalpers, Kishin. <gasps> there are scalpers How who they? are using online bots, who are using computer bots. Then what chance do you have? Very little. But they are going online and they're using these bots to buy these PlayStations. Oh my god. And they're selling them on Carousel. How much more? Twice the price. Wow. Twice the price. Will you will you get that? I strongly you know, I have been let down that rela- that lane of temptation. I have been Jesus in the desert and like I have seen the devil and he's tried to tell me you can turn this rock into bread. You can turn this water into wine. Buy the PS5. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse to engage in this because I don't feel like we should reward yeah. scalpers. No, 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 no. We shouldn't. Yeah. We really shouldn't. But you know, if you don't, uh, someone else, other people clearly are going other to... people have. Of course, because they, they, this trend is yeah. not dissipated. Right? One of my friends, Moira Lowe, if you are listening. Moira. Moira Lowe. If you are listening to this podcast. How dare you, Moira? How dare you, how Moira? How very dare you. Moira Lowe. I'm naming and shaming. Moira Lowe has bought a PlayStation 5 from Scalpers on Carousel. Moira. Admittedly, she got a pretty good price for it. <laughs> but still, more than what you would get. At, Girl. You know, more than what you would pay at a Sony store. Moira, we're very disappointed in you. But I hope you're having fun with it. I don't. <laughs> I hope it's a fucking miserable experience. I hope you think about like the extra $500 you paid every day. I hope you feel like you're not getting a money's worth. <laughs> and to all the other people who have bought from scalpers, right? And to all the scalpers, like I send you a curse. Within the, if you are if you are within the sound of my voice, I curse that you will experience a string of inconveniences. Hey, we lose followers. <laughs> <laughs> if any of our followers are scalpers, are PS5 scalpers, or have bought from PS5 scalpers, Nemai, you okay. can unfollow us. No, please don't. Please unfollow us. What kind of please messaging? unfollow us. You know how to do social media or not? <laughs> no, I flash social media. <laughs> I know nothing about social media. <laughs> I'm only doing this podcast just so I can like scream into the void. I don't care about who's Stop listening it. anymore. Okay, dear listeners, this is a live update emergency crisis. Oh, yeah. Dwah, dwah, dwah. <laughs> Boom! Boom. Uh, after, we stop, after we stopped recording that bit, the chair I was sitting on literally broke. Really? Okay, I don't I, know what this says about the episode. La. I got this chair from Lazada. <laughs> So means, I'm just saying. Means what? No, I think someone was cursing me. <laughs> it's like I, I utter curse, right? Then yeah. it bounced back at me. You eh. see lah. You see lah. <laughs> you know what they say, right? You point one finger. Uh, okay, four point at you. <laughs> eh, three or four. Three lah, la, three. Yeah, but this means that I think on today's 11-11, I might have to shop for some new chairs. <sighs> ah, yeah. Kishan. You yeah, see? La, la. You see? Speaking of curses bounce, bouncing back, right? <laughs> I've been watching Harry Potter. Because oh. I got HBO Max um, on, my, on my TV, Always right? a good watch. Ah, but then, ha, huh, like the movies have really not aged well. How explain? Like they, I mean, the earlier ones, right? So one to five, right? The dialogue is also stilted. The acting is so oh, bad. The actually, CGI sucks. Number one, 
uh, terrible. One and two were terrible. Yeah. Like now, now lah. Now you watch it. Yeah. Terrible. And yeah. then you realize actually, right? These films were made in the early two thousands. Yeah. It's, it's like actually, it's been thirty years since the first film. Twenty lah. Twenty yeah. Twenty years. Twenty since, years. Oh, yeah, twenty years since my maths were bad. <laughs> like, doesn't that mean you feel fucking old? Oh, sh- girl. Yes. It, it, I'm. I'm ancient. Which is your favorite <laughs> Harry Potter? Um, books or movies? Uh, movies lah. Since we're talking about movies. Oh my god. Now I'm. Now I'm interested to know both. Which okay, one? Okay. Movie. I think it has to be, um, the first. Deathly Hallows. Oh. Because there's something wow, about the so setup to the climax that's very exciting. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And, like, and, and, and in terms of movie making, it mm. looked the best. Like, okay. It had a kind of gritty darkness to it. Yeah. Yeah. And like the acting was actually pretty good because they oh, yeah. all kind of like, Daniel Radcliffe had kind of really mature into his role by he then. He really did. But by Rupert the time he Green, became yeah. a teenager, older teenager, yeah. he was much better. Yeah. What yeah. about you? My favorite movie, mm. wow, the movie I would have to say is it's, it's, yeah, actually, the later ones. I, I don't have one specific one, but one, two, one, two, and four, I cannot tahan. Four is Goblet of Fire, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I just got very bored and uh, it's very gross. Oh, but it was Robert Pattinson before he got like, st- before, he before he became, became a vampire. Uh, yeah, before he became a vampire. <laughs> he was good in that. He was cute. <laughs> yeah, it was Potter. cute. He, he was, was cute in Harry Potter. But I have a, I, I, well, I couldn't, I cannot totally decide on which movie is my favorite. I have a favorite book and it's number three, The Prisoner of Azkaban. Why? Uh? I just like the, the whole the introduction of the Dementors. Uh, the description of it was so it, lovely. Yes, it was oh actually when the series took that first turn into the dark. Yes. Right? Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. Because even like Chamber of Secrets, right? When like, uh, you know, there's like fucking basilisk going around petrifying people. No, it's, it's all fairly lighthearted. Fairly lighthearted. <laughs> It's quite fairly like quite, quite a giggle. Yeah, yeah, quite a giggle. Yeah, <laughs> and then in in episode in book three, suddenly you have these creatures that suck the living joy out of you. Correct, <laughs> leh. And it was so cute that the way around it, after you are near the mentor, is eat chocolate. Oh, how beautiful is that? That is so. I it's mean, so charming, right? Yeah, I mean, like. Yeah, I mean, say what you want about the turf formerly known yeah. as J.K. Rowling. She who must not so be named. She who must not be named. I'm so sorry. We should actually just call her Day <laughs> yeah. just to piss her off. Like, yes. they who must not be named. Correct. Like, say what you want, that person. Yes. <laughs> that that, that, that gender-neutral person. That's right. Like, knew what comfort meant. Yeah, she. they really did. Yeah. That, <laughs> my favourite book of the series is possibly Half-Blood Prince. That mm. one very f- the intrigue was intense, and then like the way it ended was just kind of like jaw dropping. Yeah. yeah, you know what I remember? I remember devouring the books. Yeah, when they came out. I oh my god! I remember lining up outside of uh, what was that bookshop that closed down? Uh, Borders. Like, Borders. Yes, I lined up like I was one of those idiots like in the morning at eight a.m. Line outside Borders, got the book. Devoured like book number uh, five. Same, excuse me very much. In in a freaking day. Yeah, excuse because me. I just didn't want anybody to freaking spoil it for me, so I just no locked myself yeah. in the room yeah. and Be- just read because it. Because before there was internet trolling, there were Harry Potter spoilers. Yeah, they were assholes who just shout things yep. in your face. It was like, very I had rude. I had a classmate who just went around, <gasps> and like we all ostracized him. Good. We, ostr- <laughs> he, yeah, we ostracized that motherfucker, John. If you're listening. <laughs> I hope you know that's why we did it. Because you were fucking twat. <laughs> you deserve to be ostracized. <laughs> I don't know why we've gone on this incredible tangent about Harry Potter, except to say, in conclusion, <laughs> that like I sat in some shame as I was watching all the movies in succession. And then it goes from Glo- Goblet of Fire to Order the Phoenix. And the only thought I had was, ooh, Harry got hot. <gasps> <laughs> because he did. He did. Daniel Radcliffe 
in the span of one movie, changed from a kid to a man. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Truly. Hey, Daniel Radcliffe is... is no, he is yeah. very sexy. He is sexy. He's very sexy in a weird, like, like in a weird way. Like, have you seen him in interviews? Yes, he's yeah. such a delight. He's such a delight, but he's very, like, weird, you know, in, like, I don't know, in a very in a natural, s- genuine way, yeah, you know? in a slightly kind of, like, are you, like, He is very sexy. Way? Yeah. And then yeah, it's like, be I bet great. like he'd be a very considerate lover. Yeah, he. I, I would think so. Yeah. yeah. Raisa Khan. <sighs> Sis. Yeah. Where to begin? Ayo. This one is... This one's a bit tough. This is like disappointment of the year. Correct. So that I think I think we can start with that emotion. I felt I felt that way. I felt supremely disappointed. I felt shocked mm. that she that she did that in Parliament that she lied for our five foreign listeners. Hey, Raisa Khan, who's kind of like Singapore's version of AOC, this very young, eh, very yeah. kind of like um, social justice oriented, uh, voice of the people type, who was elected into Parliament with the GRC that represents uh, the opposition, right? Yeah, the, the Workers Party in Sengkang, right? Yeah. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, in August, actually, she was making a speech in Parliament in response to. Um, uh, a debate they were having about women's rights and yeah. empowering women and yeah. she delivered an anecdote about how she had uh, once accompanied um, a uh, young woman who yeah. was sexually um, assaulted had been sexually assaulted mm. and then received really poor and victim blaming type um, yeah she accompanied her to the police station yeah police yeah. station and received really poor uh, in quite quite um, in her words, like uh, upsetting and traumatizing mm. um, s- service from the police. Exactly. They and didn't then, treat her good. Like, they, yeah. they talked about things that she was wearing yeah. or whatever. I said if she was doing this and that. And in response to this claim, which is only a very small part of the speech she was giving, mm. like uh, our good friend, Uncle Shan, 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 Minister for Law. Hey, girl. Like, yeah. Uh, starts grilling her, la, saying, like, can you provide specific information yeah. about this? Which uh, police post? Which, which uh, policeman? Uh, all of that, all mm. of that. And then, like, it turns out, it came out a few weeks ago that, like, uh, she confessed, la. She confessed that none of that was true. Yeah. None of that was true. Uh, that she had not, in fact, accompanied such a person to a police post. Nope. And that um, the story was based on a story she had heard recounted to her in a survivor support group, a, su- uh, a support group for women who survived sexual group, yeah. A chat group. Yeah. Um, and Which she was a part of. Yeah. And that the reason she hadn't been um, truthful, truthful about was it. because she felt ashamed about publicly admitting that she herself is a survivor of sexual assault. So yeah. it's just deeply, deeply complex. Deeply, yes, deeply complex. It's very complex. Yeah. But when it came out, yeah, the, the 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 predominant feeling was that of disappointment. Because I don't know, I don't know about you, but for me, and I don't know if this is the right thing to say, because some people have disagreed with with, with with my feelings about this, is that I think that she and the people from the Workers' Party need to up their game a little bit more. I need need to have a higher game. Right. Yeah, because they are in my opinion, I think that it's an uneven playing field. Oh, huge. You know? huge it's an uneven yeah. playing field. And you're coming into parliament, predominantly PAP, you know that they're going to look at and they're going to listen to everything that you say mm. and they're going to want receipts. Mm. You know, so you need to make sure you come with those receipts. Mm. So you need to have your game, your A game right. here. And so I was disappointed with that. Right. Yeah. I mean, for me, independent of the politics of it, to me, right, it's, a particularly egregious thing to do to go into parliament and say something that you know not to be true. It's 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 like 
there's something kind of super egregious about that because like mm. parliament is the highest office in our land. Sure. And you you and then on top of that, you know that everything you say as a politician is on public record. Yep. It's people can scrutinize it. Can eh, can yeah. go hands up fine eh. And then like and then to add on top of that the extra pressure of like the workers' parties, the the the, the, the position that they the in. position the odds they face and the position that they're in, right? Yeah. It just becomes extraordinarily high stakes, right? Exactly. So, which makes me go like, wow, this is a real breach of trust in really? many ways, right? Really? And I'm just trying to piece together in my mind. Obviously, all of this is speculation, but like, how did it happen? Mm. Like, why did it happen? And like, the few things that can turn around in my mind are the sense that, you know, our generation of people who talk the social justice talk you know, for us, right, the primary way in which we address issues nowadays and the primary way in which we seek justice nowadays is through accusation. Right. So it's like if your story doesn't contain a kind of accusation or doesn't contain a kind of um, personal experience of something, it, it lacks kind of oomph, lacks you know? oomph. Yeah. So, you know, and I'm only speculating. Sure, but sure. Like, I can see how in the original formulation, the speech she made was in fact made more powerful because of the way that this... She described it. Be- because mm. the thing she's describing, right, police treat um, survivors of sexual assault in a dubious way. It's mm. not, in fact, an isolated incident. No. It's not... It's, you know, it's and it's like, also not, in fact, untrue. It's not, in fact, untrue generally, right? Yeah, because, because, like, as this emerged... Yeah, so, like, Sharul Chana did ask people to write down their own experiences with this, you know, survivors of sexual assault who go to mm. the police stations. It's like, were you treated fairly? What were the questions they asked? And so many people reported that they were they, that, that, that they were not treated well at police right. stations. They, they were asked what they were wearing. They were asked if you were drunk. They were asked, right. oh, did, did you actually want it? You know, mm. all sorts of un, uncomfortable questions. Yeah, yeah. so, not... I and mean, so, the thing is, like the thing that Miss Rice Khan is gesturing at through mm. this accusation is like is you know it's it's a thing that I think many people palpably intuitively sense is true, mm. which is maybe how she feels she can include this as a small example in a speech she's making and not be caught for it because like in a way like um the thing she's gesturing at is bigger than Correct. the example right and mm. that and and I think maybe for her to give the speech some credence she needs to insert herself into that so that she can go like yeah this is something I saw firsthand right, right? so it's, it's a kind of like rhetorical I mean not a rhetorical like device it's la. a bit of drama la. it's Correct. Not, not to make light of it Correct. Like, huh? you know and mm. of course she's come out to say that the reason she you know didn't she was untruthful was because she felt shamed and yeah. that to me actually adds a, 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 an, an added layer of complexity because I 100% believe that of course yeah. see this is what happens when you live in a society that you know you know, treats women the way it yes. does and treats the accounts of women the way it does, right? Yes, women people are ashamed to, to, to speak yeah, the truth, people to are admit scared. these things. Like yeah. you know, so it's complicated and like I like I can totally understand how like horrible that position is. Yeah. Right? At the same time, it's also like oh you know, exactly it feels like several steps back. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That, that's that's where I'm sitting at. So yeah. I, that's that's where I'm at with this also. So I don't know. Now I'm I'm just thinking looking forward, what what is going to become of a political career? I mean, you know, are people going to trust her after this? I, I really, one of the residents of Singkang. Yeah, <laughs> it's you know, should should one person, one politician, be kind of measured on this um one incident? I don't know. Like, mm. you want to be able to expect extend forgiveness for human error, you know, to to people, but I don't think this is a small misdemeanor. That's mm. the thing. Like. I I think that when you're a politician and when you and when you are so invested in social change and social justice, the things you say matter. Yep. 
And the way you say these things matter because this is, is you know, we're engaged in this thing called discourse, right? Speech, yeah. speech is incredibly important and trust is very important. And, you know, yeah, like, I, think that's I, it, I, I personally hope that she goes on to have a long, that she goes on to learn from this and has a very long and fruitful and impactful political Politi- career. I hope but so I really don't know that, like, politically, yeah. her opponents will ever let this go. Exactly. If Or be that anybody would be persuaded by her ever again. Yeah. You know, it's like, she took a gamble with a rhetorical device and now I don't think she'll ever be as persuasive as she used to be. Yeah. Like, as Aware came out to say, right, the the, the, the deeply dispiriting thing about this is that, like, like, there is a stigma around the speech of women mm. and there's a stigma that women often lie about these things. Correct. It's one of the prevailing kind of, like, oh. obstacles to women, uh. um, you know, seeking justice is belief, right. right? So... And unfortunately, her act has fed into this a yeah, little bit. Yeah, and it's a very high-profile yeah, yeah. instance of a woman saying, talking about abuse and then, you know, lying about it, really, and it casts so much doubt on... Other women. Yeah, it's... Yeah. it's, it's and it's horrible. We should not... We should not approach women with an attitude of doubt. Definitely right? not. And no one should, even if there are high-profile cases of people being mistruthful, because as we know now know, people being mistruthful about these things also comes from a place of, you know, suffering, mm. right? It's not like malice. Yeah. You know, in fact, like she, 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 you know, her, her intentions were ultimately good. Good. Yeah, right? for sure. But then that's that's obviously nobody factors these things into. into yeah. Now I think just, everyone yeah. is fixated on the fact that she lied and they're yeah. trying. And I don't know. And I, like, let's. I mean, it's there's like there's some punitive thing going on here, lah. Yeah, but there's something about like high-profile women and lying that is mm. deeply ingrained in our political culture, not just in Singapore. Like, think about like, you know, the kind of like epitaphs that were thrown at Hillary Clinton when she was running for president, right? Yeah. Lying Hillary Clinton, you know, like. Politician, you know, is somehow more egregious when a woman lies yeah. in politics. In I mean, obviously that's completely fucked, right? That, of course, yeah. But there's something about uh, something about that that is very persistent in our political mm. culture today. So it's just like ah, yeah. it's deeply, deeply irritating and frustrating and regrettable. Don't you think? Of course, yeah. Hear ye, hear ye. Mm. We can finally listen to music in oh restaurants God. again, 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 yeah. again. So for the longest time, we did not have music piped into dining places, right? Wow, what a miserable time yeah, it's been. Because why? What was the reason? Uh, why, uh, why, uh, because apparently, it would uh, having music mean, would mean that we would talk loudly. And talking loudly would mean all the air droplets would fly around the place. And the nasty air droplets would then spread COVID. So the government solution to this was to switch off all music in dining places. In fact, at, yeah, at, even in clubs, you know how depressing it is to go to a club oh, and order girl, a gin and tonic to, girl, to silence? The other day, <laughs> Kishin and I went to Tantric. Oh, um, my God. You know, great Singapore's um, most tragic gay bar. Tragic is the word. <laughs> and somehow, without music, Tantric takes on the quality of like a gothic... A box. Or a gothic mansion. <laughs> oh, is it? It felt like you know, like we were in a haunted house. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so depressing. It was so depressing. It was so depressing because Correct. when you can't hear music, you can focus on the little things like how discolored the carpet is. Yeah. That strange smell emanating from the walls. The voice in your head, the, the, dep- <laughs> the depression creeping yeah. in. The, going like, why are you still here? <laughs> Correct. Why are so, you still here? All of it. So th- when they announced recently that music is coming back, wow, it felt like I, I yelled like I was really? like Whoa! <laughs> just so happy. Right. You yeah, know, I, I was so I, happy. I, I was also elated. I think because right, like I think you may have said this to me before that 
the experience of our COVID policies has been taking and taking and taking and very little giving, right? They take and take and take and take and cut back and cut back and cut back, but very few concessions like towards, you know, the fact that we are in a better position have been made. Mm. And this feels like, it's so pathetic to think about how this is the one t- one small thing that feels like we are moving forward a little bit. Because it's, it feels like normalcy. La. So I'm just glad to have this back, to have yeah. this reflected in my in my head, you know, the, the reality that's in my head. I, I have been very angry about this music thing. Oh my God, sis, me also. It's, I don't know why I've been so irrationally angry about it. So I, I have a theory. Yes, 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 yes. So yes. I have a theory. So in my opinion, okay, my opinion, for the longest time, I just didn't understand why this music thing was taken away. Because like... Uh, because I, I thought you could just pipe in soft music, you know, together with the fact that this 10.30 thing existed. Right. Like we need we needed to like, uh, drinks need, last order is 10.30. And all, because of that, a lot of restaurants just started to close because right. that's where they make a lot of their money, right? right from right, from right. drinks. So restaurants just started to close at 10.30 and was supremely depressing. So I got really upset. I was like, why don't we just extend to one o'clock? Even if it's two people sitting down, just extend lah. You know, pipe soft music in. So in my opinion... Okay, in my opinion, uh, don't puff mommy. Uh, I always thought it was some sort of weird social control. As in to make people as unhappy as possible? No, it's to, <laughs> it's to discipline us into going home. Oh. Because when we are not home and we can't buy drinks and we can't stay outside, then there's less problems on the street. There's less possibility, there's you, less crime. Oh. There's less, there's less, so it's to just control it's people. It's the ultimate fantasy of it's the... It's the pro- whole of yeah. Little India spreading to Singapore yeah, kind of thing. It's the, it's the like, oh, now your life is only to work and work correct and raise your family correct so I got upset because at some point it just stopped making sense yeah you know yeah 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 yeah. I I I I feel much the same in fact this music thing has always made me think about how our government actually really doesn't understand like the soft parts of what it means to be human correct No, you know they really don't they're so used to seeing people as like you know figures on a spreadsheet right that even this thing that that actually like qualitatively makes such a difference to your life they've been so kind of like cavalier about you know why you know why they think like that a phrase comes to mind we are only resource oh (laughs) (laughs) I let me put it to this way, right? There are cows in Japan that Who are treated better, given right? massages and literally listen to Mozart. Of course. To sweeten their flesh and their milk. Okay, so even if by the very cynical philosophy of humans are our only resource, right? Playing music will improve our milk, our productivity. <laughs> so, no, Kishan, I, I just so totally reject that. <laughs> I, I really just think that. Yeah, this country is basically our citizenship is an economic citizenship. We're just here to work and make money, one. One hundred percent. So it's like actually you're right. It's like stop, you know, stop your machine. Stop your revelry at ten thirty. No music. Go home. Sleep. It's so good for productivity. Correct. It's so good for productivity. Because there are times I go like, eh, I'm I'm back home. It's only eleven thirty. Ah, eh, just sleep. Wake up eh? tomorrow. Eh, back to work. Yeah, then I literally uh. wake up. It's like without alarm kind, you know. Ah, uh, correct. Which is like correct, correct. Yeah, actually, it's, so like a few weeks ago, they made a statement, right? When people were like, hey, how come this like inconsistency with the music thing? Like, there are gyms that are playing loud music. And then, right. like, and then, like, I think uh, Onye Kung very superciliously went, like, 
yeah, you know, I think if you are looking at it from a very like small level, you won't understand the inconsistencies. They're not actually inconsistencies, you know. This is like, actually we got plan one. It's all very like ah, uh, you know, huh? you know, if you macro view, what, 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 what. It's like in, in in short, like there are mysteries that are not meant for your small <laughs> puny brain to comprehend. Ayo. But actually, huh, it's like no, uh, it's not mystery. It's not high level thinking. It's like you just needed a three week focus group to gather in a room and go. Uh, actually, so what are the consequences? <laughs> actually, we, don't have, uh, don't have. actually, what are the consequences? Mm. If we stop uh, the music, if we put the music back, uh, <laughs> hey, I got one graph here, and then uh, Wei Ming over there uh, has uh, some theories about like uh, the droplet projection rate. Uh, uh, mm. He did a test uh, at NTU with people talking with music versus not talking music. I think three weeks. You know, they deliberated over whether or not to restore music right, restaurants. Yeah, I know. And it's just like, how is it that we are one of the most efficient countries in the world, right? But something like this takes like a multi interministry, don't know what fuck shit, civil service like yeah. battalion to deliberate Correct. over. There, there are times where I'm thankful for this country, but there are times like like now no. where I'm just like puzzled. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like the live reality has been so clear that this music thing is not doing anything. Mm. And that in fact it's making us all fucking miserable. Correct. And it's adding to the fatigue, right? It's the yeah. small little qualitative yes, thing. And I think you, yeah. you hit the nail on the head. I think sometimes policies don't account for the fact that we are human. Correct. You know, that we that we they have don't. this emotional They're side like, to us. Ah, that whole thing is like, you all got your pucks? <laughs> you all got your walkways? You all yeah. got your playground? Yeah. Very good one. No need to go restaurant. No need. Go yeah. restaurant. I can eat at home. In yeah, fact, I, I have been grabbing helping, food. Grabbing no. food, no? I've been helping my food industry grab food. I tell you, that post reeked of privilege uh, a little bit, in my opinion. Yeah, it's yeah. like, like you know, sister, take, take, take a back seat. La. It's like, actually, sometimes it's nice to you know, eat out because it makes you feel like you like have a fucking like human. a fucking human being. Exactly. Like you're living in a Sometimes city. it's good to just be around other people. You may not know them, but just good to be around yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure Ho Ching knows that. La. <laughs> She'll ask you to stop bitching. Yeah, she will tell you to stop bitching. And I'm just like, Ho Ching, is this why you're on Facebook? Because you have no friends. <laughs> and you don't understand the warmth of human companionship. <sighs> yeah. For 20 more minutes to 11 20 11, minutes to 11, 11. When you attempt to finally get your PS5 again This is your how many attempt really? How many attempt? Easily my 10th attempt Jesus Easily my 10th attempt Oh my god I feel god. like I'm not attempting hard enough Girl you need to I'm not attempting you need hard to, enough You need to really do it today Just get in there No it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen when you put out this energy, huh? I say first in the no, universe. These these motherfuckers with their bots, ah. Uh. Yeah, I'm not gonna get a PS5 today. It's more likely I'm gonna get a chair. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, dear listeners? What are you gonna buy at 1111? Mm. Tell us about it in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've come to the end of yet another episode of T42. This has been Joel signing off. Till next time. Then this is Kishan. Bye. Bye.